Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Yeah, bye week over. Um, we got some good work done. Um, I think the guys appreciated uh, last week, just in terms of like how it went, the time off, the practicing we did. Um, you know, get a chance to, you know, maybe more than anything is uh, get rested up. Um, I know a lot of times it's about healed up and rested up, but more, probably more rested up. And um, so it was good. And, uh, you know, on to a really good, really good Utah team. Uh, those guys are doing a phenomenal job, and Kyle always does. I mean, it's nothing, nothing different. I think he's playing exactly the style of football in general that he's always wanting to play, which is great defense and tough run offense and um, – you know, and keeps defenses off balance with, you know, some of the shots they take and those type of things. And so, big challenge. You know, this team's probably, you know, certainly playing as well as anybody anybody around. What can you share with, with us regarding Trello? Like I always say, this program's not for everybody. Were you surprised? Like I said, I mean, this, this program's not for everybody. I, I'd be surprised if everybody stayed in this program. We have 110 guys. You're not going to keep everybody here. It's not. And so if the program's not for them, they need to move on. How much has Huntley improved as a passer from what you saw a year ago? Yeah, you know, I think he is um, – where I think he's really underrated is I think he does a great job in the pocket. As much of a runner as he's just, he can, you know, like all scrambling quarterbacks, they can just, they can run, they can break your back when they get out of that. But where I see him doing like a really good job is in the pocket. He's slippery in the pocket and he stays in the pocket until he just can't. And, you know, that's probably one of the areas where I, where I see like, um, and, I, and again, I'm trying to think back to last year, so I don't really know. But just watching the tapes this year, um, that's where I really see, you know, him being effective. Because a lot of times, you know, the, the scrambling guys, they want to get out of there and run because they can get yards. And I just think he has a nice balance if he hangs in there and works the pocket until he needs to go. And then sometimes they get their hands on him. He still gets out of it and gets the ball off. How's the MJ Capisi doing? He's doing well. Um, he's practicing with us, and uh, so he's doing he's doing well. Um, you know, he's like I said, he's certainly on the week to week, um, being smart with him, all that stuff. But he's practicing. Any update on Chico Flat? You know, Cheek's making progress again. Like I told you guys last time, that um, we really thought that was going to be a, a tough one, but he's making he's making good progress as well. And Aaron Fuller, um, how's he doing? I mean, same. You know, he's practicing. Any 
Jordan Chin being healthy, is it finally nice to see given that he's been in the program so long? Yeah. Kind of unlucky in that sense. Yep, no question. Um, it really is. You know, he's kind of had a, you know, a tough path a little bit in terms of some injuries. Every time we thought we'd get him going, something would happen. I think he's had kind of two that have set him back. And sometimes when you get set back like that, it's just really hard to get back in the mix. And so uh, he has stayed healthy. And he's, you know, this has kind of been coming on here, I think, the last handful of weeks. Um, you know, I think we saw him make something in, in Arizona. In the Arizona game was probably the first time. But, you know, we kind of even felt him a little before, like his just the, the practice vibe, the practice tempo was just really, really good. And, you know, when those guys do that on a consistent basis, we, we just kind of always tell them, you're, you're going to get your opportunities in the games. And then if you, you make plays, you're going to get more. And that's kind of what he's his situation. Chris, how much time did you spend over the bye week kind of breaking down the Oregon film and trying to kind of figure out? Well, we broke down every game. Every single game we looked at. Backwards, forwards, sideways. So, I mean, that's what the bye week does. I mean, we, we don't sit around. I mean, the coaches don't sit around and like, okay, we're, you know, I mean, it's, it's a grind for recruiting. So we looked at, we've looked at all of our tapes, all of our situations, Special teams, everything. So that's a little bit of the beauty of that. And then specifically to the Oregon game, like I said before, it's a heck of a college football game. We weren't good enough to make the plays when we need them. And it's one or two plays when you're playing it like that. I mean, we can go back to five plays. We make those, might be a different outcome, but we didn't. You know, and that, that's how it always is when you're playing kind of evenly matched teams. And, you know, like a lot, a lot of you know, admiration for our guys in terms of how hard they play. And it's frustrating because there's just a couple plays you're like, really? We just we just couldn't quite make the plays in whatever phase it was. And, um, you know, that's where we are right now. We're just trying to trying to get better. Chris, I was curious with the running back specifically, when you didn't have Richard Newton and then you don't have Sean against Oregon. What was it that you really liked about Kamari that we could practice whatnot that gave you confidence in the Wildcat as opposed to maybe someone like Savon? Yeah, and so they've all had turns at the Wildcat. Um, they, they all have. And so, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we just kind of thought that he'd do a good job in there. And, you know, but there's nothing like game reps. You know, those game reps kind of change everything and you're splitting hairs and fine increases quickly and all those type of things. And um, so, you know, that's the decision that everybody makes, just studying the guys that practice and what they've done in the past. And Kamari has practiced a decent amount. And I think he's even takes some reps in the past. I'm trying to think about that. But he has, even last year, had reps like practicing it and all those things. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Savon has probably not gotten any live Wildcat reps. I think it's been Sean yeah. and Richard. And yeah. Clark. But he had, is there just something that you guys like about the other players? That well, yeah. The other is. Um, or we wouldn't have put him back there. For sure there's that. And, you know, all last year, last four years, there's been one Wildcat quarterback and pretty darn good. And so then you got a new situation and you get two guys going down. I mean, now you're just you're trying to figure out what the next best option is. And so that was who we thought the next best option was. Did you seek or receive any further explanation on the, the kickoff play? We had conversations about it and it is what it is, you know. Um, but yeah, we had some conversations and what, what is it? <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, can't do it.
What's the difference between Tyler Huntley and this year and last year when you played in a week three because he didn't play in the second game, I believe. Like in the Say that again, I'm sorry. Tyler Huntley, when you played in week three last year early in the season, yep. and now this year, how much different is he? Well, uh, you know, like we were talking about before, um, you know, just another year of experience and, um, you know, a lot of good reps um, under his belt. And, you know, the thing that I see, which I was just talking about, is kind of his pocket presence. And that's one of the things that's always important to us when we pay attention to our quarterbacks. It's like, you know, how do they really, like, operate in that pocket? And I think that there is an art to that. And I think if you look at the really, really best of the best in the NFL, it is like a work of art in that pocket. And I think college guys, you know, are developing in those those areas. But that is one of the, the areas that I've really noticed about him where I'm, you know, have a lot of respect for him of how he plays in the pocket. And like I said, he, even though that one of the strengths is being able to run, you know, he does a great job in there. And uh, so that's pretty impressive. Utah's got the best run defense in the country. What, yeah. what sort of stand? They have one of the best defenses in the country. So I'm, I don't know what the stats are saying and all that stuff, but there's no doubt this is one of the best defenses in the country. They pack the box and they play man coverage and they mix in some zone coverage just to keep you off balance. And, you know, they do a great job. Bring enough blitz pressures to, you know, you got you to count for all those different type of things. But at the end of the day, they just can line up with good players. And, you know, guys are trying to make plays downfield. And they don't make many of them downfield because they got some guys who can cover in the secondary. And that's an awesome combination to have. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. With Savon, you know, the question going into the was, if he had to, could he carry the load, you know, like Miles did in terms of carries? Mm-hmm. He's had 47 carries in the last two games. What have you seen from his ability just to be durable and kind of consistent? Well, I thought last, like we talked about after the game, I thought last game was, you know, a really good game for him where he did, you know, get into a rhythm. And I thought a lot of his reads were, were good. And, um, you know, it's kind of slowing down and finding what the correct crease is to hit and trying to fall forward. And, um, so that was that was awesome to see. It was really good progress. Was there ever an opportunity that you thought Cameron Davis might get carries down the road later in that game? Yes. Um, yeah, we had planned to, uh, you know, get him involved, obviously. Not a huge part of the game, but to get him going. And so I think he was in, I think he carried twice. And so it wasn't like we want to put him in for two carries. Um, sometimes that's just how those games go. But it was to get him in there. And, you know, like I said, we, we think he can do some good things. And so we'll just kind of see how this goes. As the game wore on, especially in, the, in that fourth quarter, did you guys ever deliberate and think this might be an opportunity for him to see what he could do? No deliberation. You know, Keith Bonifa handles that. Neil Bush, all those guys have that plan mapped out before we go into the game. And unless something changes, you know, dramatically, you know, injuries, uh, guy gets really hot, 
situation of the game, like they have that already thought out. So there's not a whole lot of debating going on. Um, certainly not debating. I mean, sometimes there might be, hey, I'm going to get this guy in now. And, you know, obviously the coordinator, play caller needs to pay attention to that. Jordan Chan earlier, what do you see as his, his best skill? You know, what, yeah. what, is, what is he? I think that he's, he can run. You know, I think it's, it's probably uh, his best thing. You know, he's fast. He's an explosive guy. And um, I, we always really appreciate when he runs. I mean, he, he, he goes full speed every time. And then if the ball's around him, you know he's going to make uh, an all-out effort to get to that ball, whether it's diving, whatever it is. And he's shown that he can he can make those type of plays. Um, I don't think he's had to do that this year in terms of, but he's he's done that in practice and he's been impressive. What has stood out to you about Terrell Bynum's development? So same same thing. You know, TB has played a lot of. You know, he's he was really in the mix last year, even though he probably didn't get a ton of snaps. There were situational things that we put him in, but it was one of those guys we just keep talking about and a lot of reps in practice and, and then just kind of waiting for him to do something when we gave him an opportunity that was like, okay. And so, um, you know, he's had a couple opportunities in these last handful of games and every time we've done something, he's, he's done a nice job. He made a tough, a couple really nice catches, even though they weren't like downfield a bunch, but they were, you know, back shoulder kind of on his hip. And sometimes those are hard, like those little crossing routes, if they're not an upfield number, can be hard to catch. And so he's done a really good job with those things. And, um, you know, he's another guy that we just got to keep keep going, keep growing. Brian's had uh, some big moments uh, so far. What else would you like to see from him uh, for the rest of the season? I think he's making good progress. You know, I think our, our big thing with him was, um, you know, kind of developing him as a blocker. Um, and, you know, there's certain guys you're going to put anchor to the line of scrimmage and certain guys that are going to um, – you know, it's an H-back type blocker. And I think that's one of the areas that we were really interested in seeing him grow in. And I, and I do think he's making really good progress. And then, you know, we know he can run routes and exceptional hands and all those type of things. And so we just got to, you know, we, 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 got, we got some guys, you know, even Kate Otten. I mean, Kate Otten has really good hands. And so I think unique ways to find, uh, find ways to get those guys the ball with these other receivers that we're talking about. And, um, you know, just keep progressing um, as an offense. And I think on offense, you know, playing against Oregon last last week is a really good defense. There was a lot of strides made on that offensive side. And we just got to keep doing that. What do you think about the way your front seven is developed? Front seven on the other side. Um, I think there's some guys in there making really some, some nice strides. I think Levi, Owens Rike, um, is one of the better D linemen. Uh, in the conference, I do. I think he he can do some things. Um, I think Thule is doing a nice job. I mean, he's he's a guy that I look at that from the start of the season to now, like he's improving and getting better. And then I think the other guys are still growing. I do. I mean, I don't think anybody's like taking a set back, step back or anything. But I think those guys, like you can really see it on on tape that has been good. Going back to you guys looked at the film during the break, was anything, any technical thing you saw in any one special unit at all when you guys looked at all the t previous games up to here? Or? 
Well, yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a couple couple things, a couple handful of things that it's like, okay, we need to, um, you know, I think every coach analyzes the heck out of their unit first and foremost, and it's like, okay, what's the one to two things that we have to do better? And then I think each side of the ball looks at it as a whole, and maybe that's the same thing as some unit improvement. And you just try to figure out how to improve your group. I mean, that's really what it is, your side of the ball, your group. And so certainly everybody has a, a thing or two that we know that we need to do to take the next step around here. But, you know, I think the one thing that's been always good about the guys around here is, um, you know, how committed they are to, like, getting that message. They know. And there's nothing else to do other than study the tape as hard as we ever have and practice as hard as we ever have. And then you're going to improve. And it might not be tomorrow or it might not be the next day, but eventually those that don't back down will get better. And I feel the same. And I think there's certain guys that, you know, are doing an exceptional job of practicing hard and then they put it on the line in the game and you can see those guys improve. And you'll mention some of those guys in here. With, with Quinn Pounds, is there an injury situation? There's not. He, it, it, again, it's another one of these receivers, you know, that we're talking about. There's not. And I think that's kind of a, you know, a tough situation. Here's a senior that's done some things for us, and he just really hasn't got back into the mix. But it's And he was still a little bit banged up a couple weeks ago. But it's, you know, he's kind of played through that, and he's as healthy as he's been. We just, we, you know, it's okay. Where do you put him in with these other guys? And that's really all it is. But he's, he's working hard. Going back to your breakdown of your games, on, on third down conversions, was there anything that you guys could diagnose? That's a frustrating one because that is something that we, we look at. And um, because it's a little bit frustrating in some, um, you know, it's kind of all broke down. Like, you know, your third and really short yardage. You should have somewhere percentage-wise, and then you go to third and mediums, and you should be a little bit lower. You know, so you kind of look at those things. And some of the things that you think you should be pretty good at, we haven't been good good enough at. We just really haven't. Um, and so we're trying to figure that out and address that. And, you know, I think one thing, you mentioned it earlier, you know, one thing that might have changed us a little bit on third down is when Rich went down. You know, he's an effective, effective runner in those situations. Um those third and medium situations and so but we you know we still have we still have a good scheme we still got guys that can can make plays but we got to get better in those situations for sure no no there's not um like i said i mean the trainer he's making progress the trainers are still monitoring he was out there you know making some progress yesterday but it's there's still not a you know hard set timetable even in our mind Week, he done this year? No, I'm not, I'm not saying any of that. It's he's week to week, and like I tell you guys, like if he's done, I'll tell you. What about McGrew? The same kind of question. Yeah, I mean he's progress as well. You know. Chris, when you talked about the earlier with Trey and and how you kind of almost expect more people because it's it's not for everyone. With the transfer portal and everything else, is that is that feeding into this? Where sometimes people see that it's they yeah. have an easier way out. And I, I think it's all those things. You know, I think it's the world we're living in. I think it's all it's all those things. It's not any one thing. And I mean, you're just you're going to see more and more of it. And um, you know, I, I I don't look at it necessarily as a bad thing. I mean, if it's not the right if it's not the right thing, it's not the right thing. And you move forward.
But do you feel like maybe you Dubs hamstrung in a certain way because getting players to come to you Dub to help fill out numbers is not as easy as maybe it is with other places? Yeah, I don't worry about that. I really don't. You know, I think there's enough good players out there in terms of our style of recruiting and how we recruit. And we got enough good players on our team right now. You know, we really do. So that doesn't really factor into, you know, that whole thing. Now, is it another part of college football that maybe certainly a lot of people are, you know, paying very close attention to? And it's, I'm not saying that, well, you know, our quarterback, you know, I'm not saying you're not going to have one that fits your situation. And when it does, awesome. And I know that you guys were out recruiting a bunch during the bye week and whatnot. Get a sense for, for the brand and, and how things are going. I think it's always good. You know, this is an awesome university and, you know, um, really good football program. And so our, the reception we get is always awesome. Is Ryan Bowman okay? He came out. And- he's, he's all, you know, Bo plays 110 miles an hour every snap all the time. And so he's going to be one of those guys that always takes a pounding out there. And um, so each week, kind of patch him together and away we go. Did you hear anything from the conference on that? Last play against Oregon, the, the fourth down play, the no PI call, I guess. No. Is that even something you need to hear about? <laughs> uh, yeah, not even something. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.